What's going on out there, people? It's your boy Wale once again, and we are live from Bed-Stuy. How you guys doing? I am the voice of the Brooklyn Nets. Happy New Year to all. Finally, 2020 is done. Ugh. Ugh. What a year. And we thank God for uh, restoration and uh, for the opportunity for us to be here amongst the land of the living in this new year. So greetings to everybody out there. And um, here on today's episode, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the new season that we are uh, underway in already. Uh, you already know the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets with the full roster this year. Can you believe it? We finally here. We finally did it. Kevin Durant is healthy. Kyrie is healthy. We are ready to make a push. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the um, five games. Well, currently right now, the Nets are three and three um, here on January 2nd, 2021. Um, the Nets are currently three and three. Uh, obviously, you know, 500 record, but it's real early. We haven't even played 10% of the season yet. So, um, but we're going to be talking about how the Nets look generally across these uh, six games. Um, and we're also going to speak specifically about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. All right. Uh, especially Kevin Durant, man. This guy, I don't know if y'all forgot who he is. But uh, he he told y'all in 19 and his last and his last playoff appearance, um, you know, against the Clippers when, you know, I, I think the the media was talking about him and Patrick Beverly. I don't, you know, Patrick Beverly as if he's on the level that Kevin Durant is, and that's when he had to let y'all know he was like, you know, y'all know who I am, right? Kevin Durant, you know, and that's exactly who he is. One of the best scorers to ever touch a basketball in the league. Uh, <laughs> We're about to get into it, guys. So uh, stay tuned, listen up, and we hope you enjoy. Cheer! Hey, what's going on out there, people? We are back. Live in bed style. It's your boy, the voice of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh... I didn't do this on my intro, so I'm going to do this now. Shout out to Joe Herman from 111. Um, yeah, man, shout out to him. He already knows. You guys already know. Uh, Got to show love to the uh, essential workers, our peace officers, uh, civil workers, um, all that keep our um, excellent city running. Um, FDNY, NYPD, DSNY, all you guys, you already know. We respect you. We love you. But... Let's get right into it with the Nets, guys. So, as you guys already know, um, which I said earlier, the Nets are three and three. Um, we're actually, uh, even though we're only five hundred, where I personally believe that what's being put on display is um, freaking excellent from this team. Uh, this is arguably the best assembled roster that has ever uh, been uh, with this franchise. Uh, uh, If you bear with me real quick, I'm just going to name all the players that are currently on this team uh, just to let you guys know um, how deep our roster is for those that don't know, right? So, yes, 
working on my laptop just trying to find just trying to find everything we can so Brooklyn Nets roster we got Jared Allen uh, Mr. Fro guy you got Bruce Bowen I believe he's a third year guy from Detroit uh, defensive specialist we got um, Cheese Chris Cheese who showed out last year um, in the bubble I'm not sure what year uh, what year he's in, but no, oh, he's in his second year, um, doing this thing so far as well. Spencer Dinwiddie, you guys already know, even though he's, well, you don't already know. Spencer Dinwiddie, just to let you guys know, he is out for the year. He had a partially torn ACL, so that is a big loss for us. Um, Six-year pro, um, he got he got hurt um, the third game in. Uh, it really sucks, but you know just emphasizing on the depth of the roster we should be able to absorb that you know but shout out to Spencer Dinwiddie uh we're praying for you we hope you heal up real fast so you can come back with us next season um Kevin Durant obviously um I won't get into details with him that'll be on the later segment of the episode uh Jeff Green uh anybody that knows basketball that knows NBA basketball you guys know that Jeff Green is a excellent veteran um 12 years as a pro he's been on numerous teams um i can't name every team right now um he is a journeyman but he he continues to have a job in this league because of the way he stays fit by the way guys jeff green he personally had a um a heart problem i believe if i'm not mistaken he had open heart surgery something with his heart but um the fact that he is back on an nba court and he is still employed and he is producing is is uh is awesome and we're glad that he's producing for us the brooklyn nets uh obviously kyrie irvin my goodness this guy's uh <laughs> this guy's one of the best point guards in the league when healthy um in the five games he's played averaging 26 five and five um shooting about 50 percent himself um i don't like the second to last game that he played though because well he came alive in the fourth quarter against the hawks but um, I think he shot 10 for 27, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, he was he was he was bombing it uh, early in that game. But he him and KD, they stepped up uh, their efforts and won that game, even though we just lost the next game to the Hawks as well, because they played them back to back. For those that don't know, they played the Hawks uh, on sat on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. No, they played them on the 31st. If I'm not mistaken. No, yes, they they played him on the, th- yes they did. Yeah, they played him on the thirty first. So yeah, um, I mean, one thing I'll say about the Nets offense. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, we have to continue to go back into the the roster, right? We stopped at Kyrie. We have Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson's a six year pro. Um, those again, I know the NBA. He played he previously played for the Miami Heat. Uh, he was a rotation player there. And um, I don't know. You'll probably get some of those minutes that Spencer Dinwiddie had just because um, Spencer Dinwiddie is out for the year. But we'll see. But definitely a, a serviceable guard. We got DeAndre Jordan, a big man in the middle, 12-year pro as well. Um, you know, alley-oop monster. He's still catching them alleys even in his at, uh, advanced stage in his career. But excellent player, quality player. Um, great um, advisor to Jared Allen. Um, by the way, hopefully... Uh, the fro guy stays with us because we know he's going to get paid. He has a contract here, so he's trying to play up to par, and he is trying to get paid. 
but I'm sure DeAndre Jordan um will have some DeAndre Jordan definitely has he definitely has some say so in his development they played for two years this is the second year and um you know Jack, Allen's gonna get paid but DeAndre Jordan he's still starting and he's holding us down in the middle uh we got Karis LeVert Karis LeVert oh my gosh four-year pro um excellent 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 guard coming off the bench um i personally think he has the potential to win six man of the year this year six games he's averaging 14 uh six assists and four boards very good overall numbers for somebody coming off the bench uh very slithery in how he plays you know basketball um he i i personally no not personally he plays the combo guard he can play either the one and two he can run an offense for you and he can definitely play on the wings run the floor and etc highly athletic you know about six six just watch out for him i i personally believe that he is the third best player on this nets team after kd and Kyrie. um if you're watching these nets games you see him come off the bench and he basically has the green light he runs the offense you know um so i know as long as he continues to stay healthy he's gonna do his thing we're expecting big things from him next this year um we got reggie perry who's uh the forward center i believe that is the guy that the nets drafted um he's six nine uh came from mississippi state he is a rookie by the way guys came from mississippi state and um you know he's not really getting minutes i don't see him on the floor too much but we'll see what happens uh with him we usually draft well shout out to sean marks and the whole Nets organization. So we'll see his progress along this season and for years to come. Torian Prince. I don't know if you guys know him. He came from Baylor. Um, he's been, he played with us last year as well too. Um, very good 3 and D guy. Uh, he was in Atlanta um, when, he was in Atlanta notably when um, I believe the Atlanta Hawks won 60 games when Mike Budenholzer was still there as well. Um, Mike Budenholzer is the current coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Budenholzer is the current coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, shout out Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, and he also coached Torian Prince um, in Atlanta when Atlanta won 60 games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so with the uh, winning that he's done, Torian, I'm just hoping that he brings that over here to Brooklyn, that experience, that, you know, three-point shooting and the defense, man. Just do what you do what you did in, in, in Atlanta, and we're going to be just fine with you, all right? <laughs> uh, next, we got our guy, Nicholas Claxton. Uh, uh, he's a second-year player, uh, about 6'11", uh, from Georgia. And um, I, I don't know about the minutes he'll get this year, but last year I know he was big for us, very athletic guy. Uh, you know, and obviously he's in his second year, so he's, you know, he's just trying to get some minutes. This is a loaded team, but I know when he's on the floor, he's going to give 100%. He's going to play super hard, and he's going to give us some contributions, so glad to have him back. Up next, we got our guy, uh, Radion Karuks. Yes, Radion Karuks. Uh, he's about 6'9". Uh, played real great for us last year in the bubble and played great the year before that uh, when uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell was still on the team. So uh, he can shoot that three, uh, six, nine. So uh, good to have another big man out there that can shoot. And um, I don't, again, the depth of this team, 
might not see any minutes this year, at least not real significant minutes. But if guys go down, I know he's going to step up and I know he's going to do big things. Uh, next up, we got our guy, Timote Luwawu Cabarro. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Timote Luwawu Cabarro. Just call him TLC for short if y'all can't say if y'all can't say his full name. Um, yeah, is his fifth year in the league, uh, averaging about eight points for us. Uh, came from France, uh, and every time he steps on the floor as well too, he's always producing. At least for Brooklyn, uh, he's produced. And um, with Spencer Dinwiddie going down, I believe him and Tyler Johnson, as I previously stated, they're going to absorb most of those minutes. Um, definitely Timothy, um, TLC. Uh, Tyler Johnson, as far as getting the minutes, I guess that yeah, it's all up to Steve Nash. But I know I know TLC is going to see more minutes now with Spencer Dinwiddie down. And last but not least, on the player roster, we got our guy Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit, uh, he's most notable for hitting that big clutch three against the Warriors in 2019 in the playoffs while he was with the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, yeah, man, he's just uh, another guard that can shoot. Uh, that can spread the floor um, for our two superstars, and um, you know, as long as he keeps shooting, and uh, you know, I think I think he's going to be great as well. So, just to round it up for you guys, uh, my name and roster again all throughout. We got Jared Allen, Bruce Bowen, Chris Chioza, Nicholas Claxton, Spencer Dinwiddie, KD, Kevin Durant, Jeff, Uncle Jeff Green. Joe Harris, Smooth Joe. We got Kyrie Irving, Uncle Drew, Tyler Johnson, DeAndre Jordan, um, Rodion Karooks, Karis LeVert, TLC, Timothy Lawawu Cabarro, uh, Torian Prince, and Landry Shamit. So, I mean, if you guys know your NBA, you should got you should know that we're pretty deep um, with everything that's going on in the world, especially with COVID. Um, it's it you know COVID is is not discriminatory against anybody in the world, let alone NBA players. So anybody could go down, and um, but I believe with this team, once if somebody goes down, we got somebody to pick it right back up, and uh, we're gonna have continued success uh, with this team because of its depth, because of our stars, and because of these guys I'm about to mention, right? The coaching staff. So I'm going to mention real quick for you guys, Steve Nash. You guys already know about him, two-time MVP, one of the best point guards ever playing in the league, uh, 50-40-90 um, recipient. For those that don't know, 50-40-90 means shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three, and 90% from the free throw line for an entire season. I believe Steve Nash did that twice. I'm not too sure, but I know he definitely did it once. So that shows you the kind of uh, elite shooter he's been. Uh, for most of his career, played for Phoenix, played for Dallas, and played for um, the Lakers, not in that order, um, but yeah, being a first-time head coach, uh, it's a lot of pressure on him, especially being uh, the head coach for a New York team, for a New York uh, professional team, but I think he's built to take it, and um, along with the other gentlemen I'm about to mention that are under him and his staff, so we got uh assistant coaches assistant coach jack vaughn uh player in the league and um i believe he coached brooklyn for a bit no not i believe he definitely coached brooklyn as an interim head coach when kenny atkinson uh was not removed when he parted ways from brooklyn shout out to kenny atkinson for um helping establish the coaching and helping us get to where we're currently at right now but yeah 
You got Jack Vaughn. You got Mike D'Antoni as another assistant coach. Mike D'Antoni, his resume speaks for itself. Um, you know, made the seven seconds or less um, offensive system real popular when he did it with Phoenix. Um, just actually coached. It was a head coach last year for the Houston Rockets. Um, he also, you know, mutually parted ways with Houston. But um, bringing him over to our staff, to the uh, Brooklyn Nets coaching staff, that was just a big, excellent pickup. And um, he also coached a couple of stars in his heyday, um, just to name a few, Carmelo Anthony, you know, obviously James Harden, Steve Nash, actually. So you could see why they um, reunited. But yeah, Jack Vaughn, um, Mike D'Antoni, we got Ime Udoka. For those that don't know, he was a player. I remember him as a player um, for San Antonio, a serviceable rotation guy. Then he became an assistant coach in San Antonio. So for him and all his tenure over there coming over to Brooklyn, that could be nothing but good news for us. Um, another assistant coach, Adam Harrington, um, I'm not too sure about, but his role is also the director of player development. So obviously he's, you know, very important. Another assistant uh, coach, Jordan Ott, not sure who that is, but sure he's there for a reason uh tiago splitter uh he's an assistant coach slash player development anybody that knows that name tiago splitter he's the guy that lebron blocked in the nba finals in 2013 while lebron was on the miami heat uh just wanted to mention that because that's every every time i i see or hear that name then that's the first thing i think about but he's also he was also on the san antonio spurs um uh Rasta as well so anybody from the Spurs honestly coming over to Brooklyn come through because y'all definitely know about winning um you know went to the playoffs 20 straight years so you gotta know something um Royal Ivy not sure who that is I remember that last name believe he was a player but eh, not too sure another assistant coach uh Ryan Forhan Kelly not sure who that is as well but I'm sure he has a purpose for this team. And last but not least, we got the player development assistant, Amari Stoudemire. Ha, for those that know Amari Stoudemire, you know how excellent he was in Phoenix. And, you know, for his first couple games in New York before Carmelo Anthony got there. But, you know, uh, Amari Stoudemire, uh, you know, teaming back up with Steve Nash in the coaching staff, adverse to um, them playing. Uh, you know, they just, you know, I, I, I'm sure he's going to, you know, assist in helping the players, um, especially um, Jared Allen, um, as far as with their offensive uh, 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 moves and abilities. I'm, you know, yeah, Amari Stoudemire along with that staff. I'm, I'm just sure that big things are going to happen just for and also just for everybody that um, just realized Sean Marks, Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire and Mike D'Antoni, they were all in the same team. <laughs> with the Phoenix Suns uh, when, uh, you know, notably when uh, Steve Nash won those MVPs. So, you know, those four guys being on around here, it, it wasn't by coincidence. It, it wasn't by mistake. They're all familiar with each other and they all believe that uh, the staff that's been assembled, you know, you know, brought in by Sean Marks, the general manager, we are just ready to win a championship. That's another thing that I love about this team. Even though they have just been assembled. Uh, it's been done before as far as um, a team bringing together all these players and all these different elements all in one year and winning a championship. And I don't see why Brooklyn can't do that. Uh, LeBron did it just last year with his Laker team. First year, he got Anthony Davis. They kind of dominated the playoffs. You know, they only lost two games in the series, and that was in the NBA Finals against the Miami Heat. So, 
you know, it can be done as far as being assembling a team in one year and winning a championship. And before that, 2008, Boston Celtics, man, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce, they were all brought together for one year. In fact, that is the only year they won a championship. The first year that they were all put together, you know, hopefully Brooklyn has way more than one championship. Um, we win way more than just one championship, but I just mentioned that to let you guys know that it can be done. We can win a championship this year and this year, 2021. And um, as long as we stay healthy and as long as this team is committed to just getting better, like it seems like it's been doing since Sean Marks came aboard, um, we're just going to be all right, guys. So, yeah, that's your team. Brooklyn Nets. Let's do it. Yeah, we're good, guys. Yeah, so um, on this uh, little segment, um, I'm going to be talking about the 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 Slim Reaper. I'm going to be talking about the the Durantula. Uh, I'll be talking about the guy that they call Kevin Durant, KD. Uh, just wanted to uh, speak about him briefly on this segment because, um, as you guys know, he was um, acquired. Uh, after an off season of uh, 2019, after uh, he got his last um, game before he suited up for Brooklyn, for those that don't know, was in the NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, he attempted to try and come back to um, give the Warriors a better chance to three-peat, and, uh, but he was unsuccessful. I, I believe he got hurt within the first quarter, um, but he had already scored 11 points, and he was three for three from the field. Um, being hobbled off of a bad Achilles and, you know, all that. Like, he's just, I mean, KD is just, you know, extraordinary, man. He's, he's, he's an excellent player. He's been a superstar for very long, uh, four-time scoring champion, uh, two-time NBA champion, 2018-2019, uh, two-time finals MVP, once again in 2018 and 2019, uh, you know, 2014 regular season MVP, uh, another member of the 50-40-90 club, uh, one of the best scorers uh, to ever to ever lace him up. And um, obviously, he's a he's an excellent scorer, and he's been an excellent scorer. But the efficiency—that's what—that's what I don't think guys understand, and what separates him from just about everybody else, not named um, Kawhi Leonard or LeBron. Um, and I think I'll mostly say LeBron just because I think most people know, uh, <laughs> I think most people know what Kawhi Leonard did in um, the 2020 playoffs in the bubble after he stunk that up. But, uh, you know, I mean, my point is, Ke- you know, Kevin Durant is just, he's, he's, he's awesome, man. He's just an excellent player. He, and he's always been an excellent player since he was, since he came to the Seattle Supersonics in 2007, you know, drafted number two overall. Um, for those I don't know, real quick, uh, the person I was drafted number one was Greg Oden. Hate that song. Where is he right now? I don't know where the hell Greg Oden is, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah. Again, so Kevin Durant is um, uh, Brooklyn Net. Uh, we've had six games so far, but he's only played in in five. Um, I'm going to read you off his stats in a little bit uh, after I just address certain things with him. Like, I mean, 
Andre Iguodala, who is a 2015 NBA Finals MVP, he predicts that um, Kevin Durant is going to win a 2021 MVP. So, and I mean, I know he's played with him before, but um, you know, I mean, that's that's a that's a big name. Andre Iguodala has been in the league for a long time. I believe 16 years himself, if I'm not mistaken. If he was drafted 2004, then this is his. If he was drafted in 2004, then this will be his 17th year. But it was between 2004 and 5. But I digress. He said that. I'm sure he predicts that because, you know, he played with him, obviously, in Golden State for three years. And he just stated that this guy, as far as offensively, he has no weaknesses. He has no weaknesses in his game. I mean, the guy, the, I mean, he can shoot. He can drive. He has a, a post. And what's actually surprising me this season about him is his, um, his, him improving as a ball handler. I mean, he, I've just seen him make some passes and some reads, um, during this current season where I'm like, wow, I didn't even really know he had that in his arsenal, you know, but you know, he does because, you know, he's, 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 you know, Kevin Durant is a seasoned vet too. This will be his, you know, his 14th year in the league, um, and and he's awesome you know what i'm saying like he's you know the longest time he's ever been out from playing basketball since he was in college at texas has been three months you know what i'm saying he's been injured a couple of times in the nba but again the longest longest time he spent away from the court was three months um you know prior to that that achilles injury so i believe he's well rested and he's ready to go and it's showing um if you guys also didn't know, Steve Nash was um, was in Golden State with Kevin Durant as a, a player develop. He worked out. He basically worked with Kevin Durant once a month while um, they were both at Golden State. And, you know, if Steve Nash is working with you again, mentioned it before. Another 50, 40, 90 guy. You know, if Steve Nash is working with you. You're going to get better. And KD was already, you know, at, at super duper levels. So. So, yeah, you know, um, before the season started. Uh, before this current 2021 season started, he was working out with John Wall. John Wall said that he looks like he's back, you know, all the way. He said he looks excellent and stated he's been, you know, and, and the Brooklyn Nets um, stated that he's been going hard at every practice. So he's not holding back. He seems fully recovered. And I know it's only been, uh, you know, five games he's played. But, um, you know, I'm going I'm to read off his stats to you guys that are, that are wondering on why I'm, I'm so high on him because he's just, you know, so right now, as of right now, he's averaging 28.2 points, 6.2 rebounds and 4.4 assists. Um, yeah, man, I'll, I'll let you know what he's shooting as of right now. to you guys as of right now the man is shooting 51 percent from the field you know what i'm saying um he's shooting 51.1 percent from the field 50 percent from three and 90 percent from the line i mean i mean guys come on like like what 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 you what you gonna do what you gonna say the, the guy and he and he clearly is not all the way back yet you know he has to work himself into a ladder a ladder as far as playing competitively you know for a, a longer duration but the man was just, it's like he was born to score, man. Look at the stats. He's only playing 33 minutes a game. Um, I remember him stating that he's, for his entire career, he's played about 39 minutes a game. So he's he's playing, you know, about um, six less minutes on the floor. Obviously, you want to work him back, work him back in. 
and um, do it intelligently so that we don't, you know, risk any further injury um, or, or like him getting re-injured or, or, you know, him being injured in another party, body part. So I'm sure that they're, they're being real modest as far as um, they're being really modest as far as uh, uh, how to use him. But, you know, 33, 28 points in 33 minutes. Guys, that's 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 pretty damn good. And he's averaging um, 1.4 steals and a block a game. Like, I mean, the man, and and he's he's, you know, he's he's here. He's the Kevin Durant is finally here. You know what I'm saying? You know, you guys in in those same 2019, the last time he was in the playoffs in 2019 with the Warriors, um, you know, Patrick Beverly seemed to be trying to rattle his feathers. I guess, or trying to disrupt him offensively, and then that's when he had to let y'all know, like, you know, y'all know who I am, right, I'm Kevin Durant, that, I wish I had a snippet to play, but, you know, look it up on YouTube, you can look it up anyway, the man was, you know, the the, the man is just one of the most lethal scorers that, to ever touch a basketball, you know, um, yeah, man, I mean, for that last year in Golden State in 2019, this is the regular season, I mean, he, he averaged what 26 points a game shot 52 percent from the field um 35 percent from three which is which is pretty deep pretty average i'm actually surprised i didn't know he shot that bad um in golden state for his last year um 88 from the line uh six boards six assists like come on guys like the, the man is just in and, and a block a game like the, the man he He's just awesome, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, guys. <laughs> I mean, it, it speaks for itself. All the all the stats that I rattled off, everything that I just said, man. That anybody who's a Brooklyn Nets fan, you have got to you have got to feel good about what's gonna happen this season. We have KD. I was like I said, we have Kyrie Irving. Um, you know, as far as the two superstars who are, are at the at the helm of this offense and of this team. And I mean, we're ready to go guys. If y'all ain't know who he was, I just, I just kind of rattled off his stats. Y'all should know who he is now. This guy is one of the best players to ever touch a basketball. And if he does become fully healthy, um, God willing, you know, barring injury or COVID, you know, he should, he, he shouldn't be any lower than a top five player in the league. The only players I see being significantly better than him this year, if he gets back up to full strength, are LeBron James, Anthony Davis, who are on the same team, which is not fair. Um, maybe Kawhi Leonard, and I don't, and Giannis, you know. And I don't think Giannis is better than I don't. I don't think Giannis is even better than KD right now, because as great as Giannis is defensively and as much as a, a, a much as much as a physical phenom he is he just can't do everything that KD can do you know um you know Giannis obviously won a defensive player of the year so I would never compare him and KD defensively even though KD especially these five these five games I've seen him play the effort is there and um he already averages a block in a steal a game so that says a lot but yeah um you know, basically, KD, KD is just—he's just—he's just a monster. He's just a straight-up superstar, and we need him to be a superstar for the Nets, and I predict that he will. 
you know, and if we don't get it, th- if we don't get that championship this year, guys, we got to get it next year. Obviously, you know, chemistry has to be has to be uh, constructed and it has to be put together as far as for them to thrive. But, um, you know, these as far as offensively, this team is not going to have any trouble, any trouble, any trouble. In fact, the first game, even though they lost to Atlanta recently, the first game they played on the back to back, they scored over 140 points. So I'm in without any overtime. This was all a regulation, people. So the Nets, they will not have problems scoring and KD will not have a problem scoring. Um, defensively, obviously, that, that's where the um, the challenge, I believe, will be. But with everybody that I rattled off as far as the roster, I believe we all have diligent, productive NBA players who can, excuse me, who can fulfill those roles, especially a lot of 3 and D guys. Um, you know, let, guys, Brooklyn is here. We are here to stay. Um, all you guys that are rooting for Brooklyn, including those uh, Knicks fans that are about to hop on a on the bandwagon, because they will. It, it's 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 inevitable. Um, but you know, all you guys that are rooting for Brooklyn, guys, you guys shouldn't you guys shouldn't think no less than Eastern Conference Finals, which I predict will be against Milwaukee. And obviously, the uh, the best scenario is us winning the NBA championship. And I don't know about you guys that, you know, are Brooklyn Nets fans. But for those that actually live in Brooklyn, imagine, again, barring COVID is, you know, barring co- hopefully, hopefully that COVID is gone and we can all come together again and, and enjoy, you know, company and, and, and the company of our fellow, you know, family and friends and along with, you know, numerous Brooklyn Nets fans in the Barclays. Can you guys imagine an NBA Finals in which the Eastern Conference is being represented by the Brooklyn Nets where we have at least, what, two, at least two home games in Brooklyn, New York for an NBA Finals? Can you guys believe it? Can, can I mean, the fact that we have a team that can actually get there is amazing in itself. You know, so, I, I mean... We're going to be here all season. You know, this podcast is going to be here all season. And I'm going to let you guys know the good and the bad that has to go with this team. But, I mean, bottom line, guys, we here. Brooklyn is here. And we are live from Bed-Stuy this whole season to give it to you guys. Cheers! Well, guys, this is the end of episode eight, and I want to thank all of the listeners out there for listening. I appreciate you guys. Like I said um, earlier, I will be here all season. Um, I know my last episode was actually, I think, towards the end of 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Um, It was a long hiatus, um, but obviously 2020 was a, a long and crazy year as well, so Nevertheless, I thank you guys for listening. Um, I will be here all season, and I hope you guys will be too. So stay blessed. And this is your boy Wale, live from Bed-Stuy, as the voice of the Brooklyn Nets. All right, y'all. Peace.